0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another
1: episode of the All Ball Podcast with your host, Ruth Vickalala. It's and your boy, Samir. How you doing today, Ruth Vick? Pretty good, man. How are you? Good, good, man. You know, grinding through intern year. Um, I'm sure your life is a little harder on, on the surgery side of things right now. But, Dude, are you in, are you in need for speed right
0: now? Or is that zoom
1: <laughs> yeah, apologies to the audience. Uh, I live in an apartment right next to this road that's very busy. It, it sounds like you're driving
0: time. driving and recording, man. It's yeah, well, on. you
1: know, like, I uh, I decided to, like, want, I really wanted to feel the experience of, you know, start to finish of the hospital, so I lived right next to all the ambulances. Hell yeah. And they wake me up in the middle of the night, you know what I'm saying? Full immersion. Yeah, full immersion. Well, man, it's been a long time. Um, I guess we decided to do it right before the season starts, which <laughs> is uh, good timing, I guess. Um, so... I, I don't know, man. I, like we we have to recap a lot of stuff. I think we just TLDR that stuff because the season's about to start, and we just go into like a season preview. What do you think? Maybe yeah, talk I think, I think that stuff. sounds pretty good, man. Uh, quick
0: reacts and stuff like that. But for for context, we're recording at six thirteen right now, and yeah, it's game talking time. Seventeen minutes.
1: Yeah, KCP just got his second ring. Never thought I'd say that. KCP has two rings, but. Alright, well, you know it's it's sloppy time, right? It's been a long time since you've had to deal with that. Right.
0: Yeah, long time since I got the
1: opportunity, man. It's
0: opportunity a- to
1: deal with that. Okay, man. So do you like fruit?
0: Yeah, I love fruit. What's your least question?
1: favorite fruit?
0: My least favorite fruit? Yeah. Um it's a good question. Usually I like all I think when oh, I don't like watermelon when it's all starchy. Okay. It's not nice and ripe. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. I have another question for you. Okay. So you make smoothies a lot, right, or shakes? whatever. Yeah. Usually bananas a base. You add some berries or something. That's like the, the go to combo, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I want you to pick three different fruits. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna name three different fruit, and this is and you're gonna tell me it either makes a good smoothie or a bad smoothie. Okay. And I want you to I want you to tell me a player that reminds you of that fruit and why. Okay. And 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 if you think that smoothie would be better than the smoothie I gave you. Does that make sense or no?
0: Okay. This is a very convoluted, very sloppy, sloppy Very sandwich. sloppy.
1: Okay? okay. All right. So I'm going to give you banana. Okay. And I'm going to give you a mango. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give you tomato. Okay. <laughs> to, basically, I want you to take that analogy like that? Do you think that will mix well, or do you think that like parts of it will mix well? And I want you to apply it to three different players, like a big three in the NBA. Okay, I got you. he's now, right? We have so many big threes. Yeah. Tell me which one do you think is most likely like a banana, tomato, uh, mango smoothie? Okay, okay, yeah. It took a while to set up, but I actually really like that setup. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, mango, tomato, banana.
0: No, I do not think that is a good mix. I. Uh, I I really don't like where you're going with that one. Um, With that being said, I'm going to have to go for, with all these big threes that are popping up left and right, there are some that are a little bit more sour than others. And this is one that I just, this is a smoothie I wouldn't like, right? The tomato just throws everything off. Mango banana with almost anything is fire. But when you throw it with a tomato, what are you doing? And I think for me, as shocking as it may seem, that's going to be the new look Phoenix Suns. Oh, I, I wasn't high on the Suns last year when everyone wanted to give him the championship right after the trade, and I'm still not high on this Suns team. I think with this Suns team, you got Kevin Durant who's the banana. He's versatile, he tested, he's withstood the test of time. he uh, been on all he's been in all kinds of smoothies and been great. And then you have Devin Booker who's proven him, himself though he can be a little maybe not ripe at times, a good mango equivalent, right? He's, he's had these elite moments. He's shown he could carry te- moments, teams in moments. Um, some he's, He went to the finals. But then you throw this tomato in the mix who's been averaging 30 points per game and missing the playoffs and not doing anything for a while. I don't think you have a great mix. And it's it's very redundant as well. And I think given that given the aging that's taken place, I just don't think that that's going to be as great of a big three as it appears to be on paper.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think think Beal's the tomato. So Beal's the reason. So do you think Beal's the reason why that smoothie doesn't work? Or do you think?
0: I think so. Yeah. I think so more because of the fit, right? So you think of like tomatoes are great. We use them in cooking. We use them for all kinds of stuff and they're fantastic. Right. Bradley Beal on his own in a certain situation would be, if he's on the Lakers, he's phenomenal. But in this context, he's definitely a, a tomato here. I think Devin Booker and Kevin Durant play well together. We've seen that last year even. But when you throw in a Bradley Beal, I don't think it really adds much to it. It, it, it just goes and subtract. It more detracts from it what yeah. they're able to do. Because now you're just lost and trying to share the ball, but then you have too, too little um, time for each person to have the ball. It's kind of what we saw with the Nets. And these are all injury-prone players, all three of them. Devin Booker's had serial hamstring injuries we know from being in MSK-related specialties. Like, that's not something that just goes away. Yeah. Kevin Durant's had this calf and Achilles. That's con- gonna con- in a game like basketball, that's going to continue to be a huge problem. If he's playing golf, then yeah, whatever we'll different conversation. Sure. But he's a basketball player, right? Like, that's that's going to re-aggravate itself. And I think Bradley Beal, if I'm not mistaken, had um, hamstring issues as well. Okay. Some sort of muscular issue as well, soft tissue issue.
1: So that, that to me is – I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm not too high on that team. Yeah. All right. I'll give you one more smoothie. Yeah. But I just want to pause for a second. I've, I have this like – I have the game, the game on in the background. Yeah. Peculiar. It's very peculiar. Jokic didn't speak. Aaron oh, really? spoke and or- Aaron Gordon brought the trophy to the team. Classic Yoke. What is going on? And they can't get the banner up properly. They had like trouble getting the banner up. Anyways. Yeah. Um, all right. You ready? Yep. All right. So we're going to go, uh, kiwi. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Okay. Pineapple Mhm. and spinach. Okay.
0: I actually, I've made something similar to this and you would think it would taste pretty good. Cause sometimes you get throw spinach in some smoothies in it and it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all individually some pretty great ingredients. But when they come together, you get this the the kiwi and the spinach just doesn't work. And you need something to ground the smoothie, right? You need that banana, that foundation. When you don't have that, you just have a bunch of talented individual fruits that don't really mesh together. And then anarchy ensues. For me, when you say that, this screams the Clippers. So you have Kiwi Kawhi Leonard, who's different. (laughs) He does his own like stuff. Yeah. He's got a different personality. He's kind of on his own. He's he's fuzzy on that. Keeps <laughs> you know, he a different fruit. That's what Kawhi is. But he's phenomenal, right? Like what he brings to the game, what he's able to do is phenomenal. Yeah. But you gotta put him in the right context. Then you have spinach, who's reliable, who makes people strong. That's Russell Westbrook to me. <laughs> but spinach is a very strong ingredient. It doesn't just go with whatever. You got to use it in moderation. You got to use it effectively. And you can't just throw it in with kiwi. Um, and, and then pineapple, Paul George can be prickly at times. We've seen it throughout, throughout history. He gets combative with some of the reporters or some of this or that. I, and, I, and I really like him. So I think he's a sweet guy. Like you watch his podcast, it's, he's yeah. great content. But all that together, that's just how's that going to work out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see this year. This is like, the, this is probably the last straw. I, I thought last year was the last straw but I I I don't know. It's the Clippers, man. I I don't know. That's a good question.
0: But you want, you want you want one last smoothie? I'll give it to myself. Okay. You know the classic banana, blueberry, strawberry and then a little bit of peanut
1: butter. Yeah, that's phenomenal that I make all the time. Yeah. You know what team that is? That's LeBron James, Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, um, oh, there we go. And then, you know, the peanut butter is kind of like Gabe Vincent off the bench. Exactly. No, it's Rui. It's Rui Achimura. Achimura. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, no,
0: dude, I, so that's one big three. We're talking about all these big threes. It, it's kind of come out of nowhere. And I think that's a good transition to talk about some of the stuff we we just haven't gotten a chance to since yeah we, I mean big
1: threes in general right Yeah, but you know.
0: with the with that big three in particular it's kind of a weird thing to say we're including Austin three Austin Reeves Austin Reeves. oh I, I just think of yeah. a new nickname uh, <laughs> in the in the big three but there's a lot to be said for that we just saw him come off as an Olympic uh, performance where in multiple games he was the best he was their
1: best most valuable player you want to speak to that yeah I mean look he's developing rapidly do I think he's hit his ceiling? It's hard to say. I I think there's a shot that, you know, he's just going to be a solid like 18 5 and 5 guy,
0: which uh, is amazing.
1: Which is amazing. Like honestly, he remind I I don't want to say this just cuz they're both white, but he kind of reminds me of Gordon Hayward back on the Celtics. Like just the way he plays the game. Um, you know, very I guess they both also look exact same, so that's probably why. <laughs> uh, um, but I like the way they play like the way like in terms of stat line like 20 50, 55 but he's more versatile his ball handle is what surprises me the most to be honest it's insane um I'm very excited to see what he does this year uh I think at times though we unfortunately rely on him to be also our best defender and I'm curious to see how coach Ham's gonna adjust that this year we, we talked about this in an earlier
0: episode uh, maybe a few months ago after the finals, but we talked about how Jared Vanderbilt needs to be locked up in a basketball gym with a basketball, with a bunch of obstacles and anything uh, close to the paint and just a three point line and just sit there um, for hours, hours after hours uh, every day. And I hope that's happened. So we'll see, I guess we'll have some early returns here in a little bit, but man, dude, if, 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 For what that guy can do on defense, if he can somehow do anything to even space a little bit, we're talking about a totally different
1: dynamic going forward. Yeah, I agree, and I, I mean, I think you know you need you basically what you need is a guy similar to the Heat situation, is like the Heat, the Heat really need Tyler Hero Bam to be a twenty-five point game guy this year, right? Like, in our case, I think you need a Rui Austin Reeves average of at least combined 30 to 35 points a game. Yeah. The two of them consistently to really make a run, I think in the West and future to the finals, whoever's coming out of the West this year, though, do you think it's a wrap or are we talking about, I mean, we haven't even talked, we we haven't talked about the, the biggest trade of honestly, this arguably one of the biggest trades of this last five years is Damian Lillard joining Giannis and the Giannis getting a huge extension. Um, what do you think yeah. about that, that team now? And also, you know, I mean, they lose some solid pieces in Grayson Allen, but I'm talking a pure starting five. I think that is the most that starting five is the least amount of holes I've ever seen, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, I think with that team, first of all, some someone needs to get a suspension or a fine or something my heat got robbed of uh, Dame Lillard. We all know there was some tampering going on. There's some shady stuff going on, and that's just not excusable in the modern NBA. So, I hope Adam Silver is listening and, and we will take action accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saltiness aside, like man, that is a that is a lethal combo, man. Like when you're thinking about making these big threes, a lot of them you, you face this redundancy like when when D-Wade, Bosch and LeBron were together, there were so only so many things that they could do uniquely and they could i feel like they couldn't they were amazing but they couldn't maximize to the level that this big three potentially could you have shooting with Middleton and uh and Damian Lillard you have one-on-one shooting catch and shoot that that's going to be yeah. amazing and then you have Giannis who just go berserk now not have to worry about ball handling conserve all his energy that's going to be a very exciting yeah. and then Brook uh, Lopez who is exactly 40% three point shooter. I think the one downside I'm, I'm seeing on that team is defensively, did you give up too much? Because Drew, while he was getting cooked by Jimmy that one game last playoffs, is across the league um, always voted as the best defender, best perimeter defender. So yeah. if, if all his peers are saying that, you know there's something to it. Um, yeah. and that's going to be a very huge loss, especially in a league that is so uh, – Driven by guard play nowadays, so I think they will definitely experience that, and we'll see if they can adjust to that. Because Damian Lillard has never been a fantastic yeah. defender. Middleton's okay. Giannis yeah. is great, but there's only so much you can do um, playing inside-out defense. What's the you nickname need... that? They...
1: Sorry, go ahead. You need some perimeter defense. Yeah. What's the nickname that Dame didn't like? It was Freak Time, right? Oh like yeah, Freaky so Time. Like not about it. <laughs> yeah, but I I think they'll be exciting.
0: I think they'll likely come out of the East because I think the East took a huge step back this year. Awesome. Like, we haven't really – I guess we can talk about that next. Philly is uh, just a mess. Yeah, I
1: think the Celtics – I mean, I think the Celtics got better. Let's talk about their big three. They have Drew Holiday, Jalen yes. Brown, and Jason Tatum. I actually really, really like the Porzingis trade for them. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think that may end up being the best trade of the offseason. I'll, so I'll take that back. I think, yes, that –
0: that will be a huge. It'll it'll be Buck Celtics, and the Celtics will have a lot to say about it. I think they they arguably have enough firepower to win
1: that series. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense. But they I did forgot about teams. them. They, they did lose their defensive soul. They lost Marcus Martin. They lost Robert Williams, yes. but they're bringing in Drew. So With Drew, yeah, exactly. So the argument is huge. that did they really lose that much. I don't know.
0: Exactly, and I think they might have even gained something because offensively, Drew can do a little bit more. Yeah, and um, the Sixers so, are- yeah. But then, but then, outside oh. of that, the, the East has gotten so weak. The Sixers are just there's a that's a huge just dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even moved by where Harden goes. Harden could go to any team, and I doesn't move the needle for me. He's no. just kind of that aging superstar now. He's reached that level where yeah. now people don't want to touch him. It, it really does remind me of AI when AI went from being the most wanted everyone would give up half their team for him and then suddenly they're like this guy is just there's too much to deal with and he's gonna want too much um it's just not worth the hassle Melo almost got that treatment or was getting that treatment and then he was like never mind i'll i'll fall in line so i can stay in the league i yeah. really don't see james Harden doing that he's made like 500 million like, i don't i don't see that
1: happening so no yeah. really
0: it would yeah. not surprise me if in a year or two we see
1: james hardens out of the league yeah i mean you're looking at the east man like outside of that the Raptors I think they've lost their identity. Um, with all these trade rumors and it's just it doesn't seem like a cohesive unit. There's I actually think my sneaky team would actually probably be the Nets. They're like they're not going to they're not going to like move the needle or upset anyone but to like push the Bucks or Celtics to like a 6-7 game series. I think they they I I actually I'm going to put it on the record I like what I see out of Ben Simmons in the offseason this year. I think Ben Simmons is going to have a very good year of basketball play, if healthy.
0: Tamir, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah. I actually think both of those guys that we were talking so much about the offseason, Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson, are going to have a good year. You've seen Zion. Zion looks good. Yeah.
0: I think Zion will have a great year. I mean, Zion's always been great as long as he plays. It's just can he play or not. And I think this is a make or break year. So I think he will play and hopefully he's got everything under control. But Ben, I still, I mean, I will not believe it until I see it. I think he will play a lot better than he has, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to to make any noise.
1: Dude, on paper, that team's super versatile. They can switch everybody. That is true. Yeah,
0: it's very modern NBA.
1: Yeah, you got Michael, you got Dorian Finney Smith, you got um, yeah. Cam Johnson. Like these guys are all 6'8, 6'9, long, long wings. They can they can switch a lot of things. They can run. They can run, you know, they can be kind of like yeah. a based, let's run offense. And they got Dinwiddie probably coming off the bench. I I'm yeah. what I'm curious with that team too is I want to see it is like a low-key thing. I wanna see if Dennis Smith Jr. can Change his career around over there and kind of have like a nice role player way to end out. And then Bonnie Walker, interesting signing. After mm. what a great performance, postseason performance, and he got a one-year deal over there. Like it's a prove it contract for him. Let's see what yeah. he can. Um, no, I, I think small.
0: you're right. I think I think they'll prove you right, honestly. They'll probably be a four or five seed. Uh, yeah. and surprise a lot of folks with that much versatility. That's if if Ben can be 90 percent of what he used to be. That'll be a for, that'll be a, a, a very exciting, fun team to watch. I mean, the Nets did all that damage a couple of years ago when they lost everyone and they had like D'Lo and yeah and Spencer Dinwiddie, and they had a great season that year. So no reason they can't recreate it. I yeah. think my surprise team in the East this year. Um, I was gonna say the Pacers, but I think the Pacers—they're kind of on people's radar. They'll they'll make the playoffs and do okay. But my surprise team is gonna be the Magic. Really. I really like Paolo Banquero. I think he's gonna have a big, even a like he had an amazing rookie year, and I think he's gonna take it up another notch. Even, um, and then I love him and Franz Wagner together. So if they can get even just some production out of Wendell Carter, Jonathan Isaac, uh, Mister Trump, if he's if he's like halfway healthy, then um, I think he can be pretty good too. So
1: they got Mo too, right? They got Mo on that team too. Yeah, Moe. So they
0: have a lot of talent. I don't yeah. see why they can't do better. They have a lot of guard play, too. It's kind of yeah. the same type of guards. Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, but Markell is playing a lot better. So I, I think they could make some noise, um, especially they have a elite player with Palabank We even saw – and I, going back to that USA team, like I know we didn't win gold and whatnot, but we saw early returns of, okay, Austin Reeves is going to take another step. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is going to take another step. And here we go with Paolo
1: Boncara. He's going to take another shot. Been, they were the ones carrying those teams. So what do you, what do we think? <clears throat> we're talking about the East a lot right now, so we might as well kind of talk about predictions and stuff. So Eastern Conference Finals. you think Bucks Celtics on your end? Yeah, I okay. think the
0: Heat's runs over. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been kind of lukewarm on it last year too, and they surprised me. But all right, you just you can't keep running back the same team and hope it. Yeah, comes like, it's
1: just not going to work. Dude, that that's what you dress about. up for his Halloween is Sad Boy Jimmy.
0: Yeah,
1: you should just go get yeah. the wig and do that. Yeah, I one my, one of my bold predictions.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if mid season. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some early injuries on the Heat because there's a lot of chronic things going on there. And then by mid season, Riley blows it up and moves either Jimmy or Ban- probably Jimmy. Um, but I I would not be surprised if that happens to so a contender, and we see that him as a big piece
1: of the trade market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Knicks would probably come calling. Um, the Knicks are trying to get Joel. I don't know if you saw that that I saw offer. That, yeah, the Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, and a couple picks basically and Mitchell Robinson. Honestly, dude, if you're the Sixers, that's not a bad. It's not a bad offer. I mean, the only thing is you take on Julius's contract, but like, I I wouldn't. If you're gonna blow it up, I don't think that's a bad offer.
0: I um, I totally agree, man. Like, I think we get too married to these ideas of like, man, I have this all timer player right now, and I had to like ride it out because at some point, it could, even suddenly, it could all end. Yeah, um, for that player or any number of injuries, out off the court stuff, whatever it may be, it could all just come. Well, you saw what what happened with Jaw. Like, no one would move Jaw a year ago, but now. People are very low on him. We'll see if he has a resurgence, but mm-hmm. things are super fickle. So I think you can't be too beholden to your assets to get rid of him. When you, if you have a good deal like that, I like what the Nets did last year. They were like, this is just not working. It's not going to work. We're not just going to hold on to all these big names just to hold on. We're going to set up ourselves for the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you kind of have to. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I think Celtics come out of the East If I and I think they're going to beat the Bucs um unfortunately for myself cuz i may get another ring um what do you want to do, do you want to do like a whole 1 through 8 or do you want to like we did last year um sure i i wonder how we did last year i don't remember you did you predicted the maps that's all i remember because it was really funny
0: yeah i yeah i did remember <laughs> i do remember that it was i was mean,
1: i think i'm pretty sure you said Luca for mvp but Mavs are going to suck
0: yes <laughs> and what what do we have um and I think last year I picked the Lakers to win it all so we got close. Yeah, we saw how that
1: get went. Um I right. Okay, I yeah, so you want to do east? Yeah, I'll go Celtics at the 1 seed. Bucks 2, 3 I'll go Miami Heat, 4 I'll go Knicks, 5 I'll go Nets, 6 I'll go Pacers, 7 I'll go Sixers. Eight, I'll go Orlando Magic.
0: Okay. All right, I'm going to go one Celtics, two Bucks. I think it'll take them a little longer to integrate everyone. I think the Celtics will do a little faster. Three,
1: I'm going to go... I I don't want to do it, but I think
0: I, I think I got yeah. it. I'm gonna go Pacers three. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I really I really like what they're doing and I think yeah. I think they're gonna have a I really I really like Tyrese and what he's able to do. He sets up people really well, and the East is pretty weak. Um I was really disappointed by the Cavs last year. I was high on them last year and they disappointed me, so I'll bump them down to four.
1: Oh, I forgot about them.
0: Uh but after the Pacers. Yeah. Magic five. Net six. Magic five. Yeah, I'm high on the magic.
1: <laughs> okay. Net, All right.
0: Net six.
1: Gonna take a lot of magic to get there.
0: Heat seven. Uh, and I'll say, I'll say Knicks eight.
1: I honestly forgot it. Knicks eight. Wow, dude. Actually, the East is pretty compact after the last two. I have no. I forgot about the Cavs. Yeah. I'll just and, stick with my lineup. And even the eight, I was like, I
0: really want to throw in the young the young boys out in uh Detroit.
1: Detroit, yeah.
0: Because they got some talent, yeah. man. Yeah, like, I mean Keith, Keith, Dylan Yeah. Oscar Thompson. I love the Thompson twins. They're gonna have
1: some talent. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, that's the East. I think the, you think the Bucks are coming out or Celtics? Who do you think's coming out? Uh I Or someone else. I think it'll be the pay – no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it'll
0: be – I'll say the Bucks, dude. Also, I think it'll take them a little longer to gel, but
1: once they get there, I think they'll have what it takes to get uh, past the Celtics. Bro, uh, Torian Prince has two threes already. Yes, sir. uh look good, man. Love Torian Prince. You know what I love Torian Prince from? What? His interview at Baylor. Oh, yeah. When they oh, lost yeah. to the BYU. Ball. The balls? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, it was either what? Yale or BYU. What? And that's yeah. a rebound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> savage. Uh, great. All right, let's talk about the West, man. That let's start
0: with Torian Prince. That's a great pickup. Lakers made a lot of smart, stealthy yeah, pickups.
1: Lakers, I think they're the most deep team in the NBA now. Yeah. Probably. Um But I mean it always goes as Anthony Davis's plays go. And LeBron's health, right? I mean, that's it. That's a great block, man. And uh, and, it, and the thing about it is whew, LeBron moving like he's in year twelve. We sure he's on year one. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's in the best shape of his life.
0: He's always the best shape. He's a yeah, alien.
1: That's true. <laughs> he's uh, a of the West, right? I mean, so your favorites are. I you think you can't knock the Nuggets down. I think they're still the favorites to come out. Um, the Warriors. I actually think the Warriors are going to be the Warriors. I I'm scared of this team.
0: Man, I keep hearing that. And I keep hearing how like this is like the best fit and whatnot, but like. You can't just have that many tiny old guys and then expect to win. You know what I mean? Like They're all 35 plus. Some of them have serious injuries. Some of them are battling injuries right now and just expect that they're going to be able to hang with a younger, more youthful team. That's what I love about the Lakers. I mean, I, I said some of this stuff last year. I think they got screwed by some of their injuries. But if they can stay healthy, especially with AD and LeBron, the, the infusion of youth that they have is very promising to me.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I I like the youth. I I I there's a couple players who are actually oh shit. Oop. Scratch that. Uh LeBron just hit the backboard. Um there uh the um the one player I'm very curious as a Laker fan is Max Christie. Yes. I want to see Max Christie get more minutes earlier in the season and see what he can do cuz I uh, I think him and Cam Reddish are kind of fighting for that role, um, to against each other that that like eighth man off the bench type of mm-hmm. guy. Dude, my, how is Michael Porter Jr. shoot so well? I don't know, man. It's just a he, since high school, he's just been an absolute bucket. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Nuggets are still the LeBron, favorite. This is that LeBron steal. Yeah, the Nuggets are still the favorite. Um, the contenders I would say are the Lakers, the Warriors. The Mavericks and the Grizzlies are out of question. Stephen Adams' injury is huge; out for the year. Um, that I think that destroys that team. Jaws out for twenty-five games; like uh, they're not really going to be the same. Um, maybe the Pelicans, if they ha- if they're healthy, yeah, they're they're a tough. Wow. And the Suns, and the Suns. Those are your teams, right? It's, like, very top-heavy. Uh, unless, I mean, do you, what do you think about the T-Wolves this year? I think they'll take a big step. Um, I don't know that they'll
0: compete for anything significant, but they will make the playoffs. They'll be a formidable out. I think we've come to the point where Anthony Edwards is like, all right, I'm not going to just wait around and hope Cat does something. Like, I'm, this is my team. I'm taking it all the way. Um, and he's got that talent. And some of the quotes I saw in the off season of him working out with some of the guys and marveling at how their workouts were much harder than his, and then he had to step his up. Like that's that's all good stuff to me because he's got supreme talent. And if you comp- if you couple that with some of like KD's workouts or Steph's workouts, one of those elite players, you're gonna get a, a whole other level. Yeah. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 pretty high on them.
1: You're pretty high on them, but you, who do you think is coming out, or who do you think you're? I guess kind of what we did similar in the East. I mean, the storylines in the West are the Bradley Beal, right? The Lakers off season, yeah. really. Uh, the Mavs keeping Kyrie. You think the Mavs did enough to kind of stay afloat or make the playoffs this year?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I'll give you. Cause you went first last time, so I'll go. I'll go with mine. Um, okay. So I mean, with the continuity the Nuggets have, they're still going to be the one seed. Um, mm-hmm. And Jokic is just too consistent. They'll, they'll be the one seed. And then at two is where I think you're going to have a lot of competition different teams going at it. I'm going to say the Lakers. At two. I, think, I think they have enough talent this year to really be there. And it's, it's a pretty wide open field, to be honest. Like, last year it was the Grizzlies, right? Yeah. And they're not a problem anymore or to that level. Um, and a lot of the other teams are just kind of up in the air. So I'm going to say LeBron – gonna lead this team with AD playing huge MVP level uh, to a two seed. Okay, and I think it'll be a close one two seed too. Like, there's a chance they could be the one seed if 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 health prevails. I think they have a team this year that you can really rely on, and they had a full off season together. And I don't think that can be underrated. Last year, you're going into limbo. Are we gonna to trade to Russ? Are we not gonna trade Russ? When are we gonna trade Russ? And if they look that good with those circumstances. Being together, being cohesive, coming off an offseason together, I like them for um, the two seed. Honestly, I've talked myself. They're going to be the one seed.
1: Yeah, epic.
0: Lakers <laughs> one seed. I'm, I'm done sugar cutting. All right, Lakers one seed, Nuggets two seed. Okay, uh, three. For the three seed, with the amount of – I don't think this will pan out um, playoffs-wise, but I think the Suns will be the three seed. Okay. They're going to win games in the regular season. They just have too much, too much talent. Too much talent. Okay. Um, at the four – I'll say the Warriors. I think they have enough to do well and they have the championship pedigree and whatnot, but I just don't think it's going to pan out in terms of being as dominant as some people are trying to make them out to be. Five, I'll have the Kings. I think they'll take a little bit of a step back, but not too big big of a step, but there. Six, I think I'll have to go Grizzlies. I think they'll still make it. I think once Because I like... Jaron Jackson, I like Bain. I think once Jaw comes back, he's going to be very focused. Because this is a this is not just like whether you play in the league or not. This is millions, if not billions, of dollars on the line, right? Like when when we were talking about Jaw last year, he was every kid's favorite player. Um, and that that equals billions of dollars if you can just clean up your court your conduct off the court. So if he just buttons up a little bit, there's a lot of money and opportunities waiting for. Him. And so I think he's going to realize that and I think he's going to get everything together. So Correct. I'll have them at 6, 7. I think the Jazz are going to kind of fall off. I don't I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So 7 I'm going to say um sorry, I'll put the sorry, I'll put the Grizzlies at 7, the Wolves
1: at 6. Okay, so where are the Mavs and Clippers?
0: Mavs I'll put at Mavs are going to make the playoffs. They'll be eight 8 seed. And the Clippers are going, going to be to play in. the play-in. They'll, yeah, they'll be in the play-in with uh, Spurs. With Lemon We haven't even talked about the Alien yet. Yes, sir. I mean, you saw some of those highlights. About the <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder Rivers? Maybe? Oh, man, dude. There's too many teams. There's too many teams, dude. The reason I don't think the Clippers are going to make it, I think they're going to have it. I mean, we've seen it for a couple of years now. They're going to have an injury-riddled season. Yeah, especially with this new superstar rule uh, that NBA threw out, where you can't set players super two super same day. That's the the Clippers' whole mo. So what are they gonna do about it? Um, That's not gonna work. Man, dude, I I don't feel great after the top four. I do not feel great about my rankings. Yeah, dude, the West is it's kind of a toss up to me. Like I I like the Lakers and Nuggets at the top of the
1: standings, but after that, you just roll dice, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, that that's true, man. I, I this is what my standings would be, honestly. Uh regular season wise, I'm gonna go Nuggets one, two, I'll go. Um I'll go Suns, three, I'll go uh Warriors four, I'll go Lakers, five, I'll go Thunder, six, I'll go Clippers, seven, Mavs, eight, Wolves.
0: Okay. And I think to our point though, last year. The last three games of the season, I think, decided a from like two through eight or something.
1: Yeah, like that. it was ridiculous. It's it's right. yeah, it didn't happen again. It
0: nuggets and then everyone else. So as long as you differentiate who your top are, outside yeah. of that, it's kind of just going to be a, a luck of the draw. A couple of games go this way. You <laughs> get a you get an Eric Lewis game that skews you uh <laughs> skews a game for the Celtics, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. fall
1: like three three spots in the ranking. So. Um, West, like. Who do you got? Lakers. Dude, so you got Boston versus LA? Let's run it back. Did, you, I, did I say. Oh, no, I said Bucks. I said Bucks. Oh, so Bucks, Lakers. Okay.
0: Bucks, Lakers.
1: Bucks, I mean, Lakers. You know, you Lakers, Lakers Ron I mean, gets number five. I'm going to say. I'm between the Lakers and the and the the Nuggets and the Suns. Those are my three. I think everyone's probably between them. I'm actually I'm gonna go with the the Nuggets again. I think they'll make it out. I think they'll beat us in seven. But I love that you picked the Lakers because every year that I don't pick the Lakers, we do well. So I'm gonna just let you keep talking.
0: All right, oh, this yeah. is the year, man. And, um, Jokic is too busy riding his horses, and yeah, I mean, that's crazy. my
1: story. I. Before the Nuggets, it's honestly Jokic is just like, yeah, carefree attitude. But I mean, he's still a hooper, so
0: yeah. But maybe that's what makes him so great. There maybe there's off. something to it because he just like all his off season, he's he's just having a ball, like drinking. While LeBron's and- doing is like three AM workouts and stuff.
1: Yeah, we'll see how these new role players enter this Lakers lineup. Um, but hey, we we talking about the alien? You mentioned him for a second. Oh yeah, is he about to take this league by storm and be one of the first like? Uh, one of the few people to make the All Star game as a rookie,
0: he's making the like, All Star game as a rookie, one hundred percent. Yama? yes, sir. Yeah, he's about to put up twenty ten or close to twenty ten uh, yeah. with like two to three blocks. Yeah, we I, you saw that one jump shot. I think yeah. it was Andrew Wiggins or Clay shooting. Oh, it was Wiggins. It was Wiggins. He's like Fifteen yeah. feet into the air, blocking that. Like yeah. that's that's just freaky. He's the he's the. I mean, the Greek freak is cool at all, but. There's a there's a new freak, new and improved freaking town. It's
1: Napoleon Bonaparte.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, inverse from Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> it's uh, Napoleon Bonaparte reborn after everyone made fun of him for his height. Yeah. He's bad. So,
0: I mean, I think like we are in for a show. Um we he saw a little we saw little snippets like obviously injuries can happen, especially with, with that frame and, and whatnot. But yeah. if he's able to stay on the court, he's gonna put up some incredible numbers and incredible moments and I think the Spurs will be a lot better than people uh, give them credit for. They had uh Vessel, Vessel. Yeah, Vessel.
1: Uh, got- um, Sochan
0: so- is going to be point guard. Trey yeah. Jones was great last year. He's going to be a six-man point guard. So they got a lot of talent. Kelvin Johnson, they've been so bad for so long. They've given these players a lot of time to develop on their own, and now you throw in a guy like Wemby, I think you're you're in for some fireworks. Yeah.
1: I mean like I think uh I agree. I so are you what I'm looking forward to in the next ten years is Chet versus Wemby. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see that's the future of the NBA, right? Like those are two players that are positionless, arguably. And but at that frame and height, which we've never seen before, also the Lakers are looking awful. We've turned the ball over like three times and yeah. not Ruth great. And not but Aaron yeah. Gordon thinks he's Allen Iverson right now, so it doesn't they, matter. They get it together, man. Don't worry. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. just chucks up every shot. They got, they got, they got Mr. Strawberry, Austin Reeves. <laughs> yeah. uh, you see, he turned down Taylor Swift. That's right, Travis Kelsey. Hell yeah. Don't need that because he got, he got, he got hoopin' skills. That's why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see the chat. So speaking of Travis Wemby, who's your rookie of the year? I mean, we're talking about those guys, right? Maybe yeah. be you throwing like Eamon Thompson, and some of these other guys.
0: Yeah, I think I think top 3 are going to be um 1, Chet 2, and then Scoot 3. Eamon, I think is just not going to get enough minutes in the back, backcourt unless he just beats them out cuz they they have some erratic backcourt players, but there's just the fact that they they signed Van Bleet and still have Jalen Green and volume shooter. I think it might be a little bit tougher to make an impact. But yeah. I think because I think Eamon has enough t- talent to do so. Be but,
1: yeah, speaking of the Rockets, man, they they also made a lot of moves this offseason. Yeah, I honestly
0: <laughs> like what they're doing. Um, that could also be a sneaky playoff team, to be honest. If they actually play well together and, I mean, Ime off this court, we can say, I mean, he, he did some stuff. But as far as like as a coach, is, the results kind of speak for themselves and then you get a nice mix of young players with an elder statesman like uh, Van Vliet, that things could actually go. We can get a crazy season where no one's really out of it till because I can't think of a team on the West that I'm like, man, this team is just – there's just nothing to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Is there that? Am I missing someone? The
1: Pelicans, we briefly – I mean, Zions, no.
0: Everyone's got a stud on their team this year yeah. on the West, I would say. that You're yeah. like, wow, this is going to be a fun team to watch. And so 1 through 15,
1: anything can happen. It, it kind of feels that way to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't – yeah, I I don't, I don't disagree, man. I, I think there'll be there'll be interesting what teams give up and trade a big name this year, if that happens. This year. Yeah. it's maybe like, one. Portland's
0: probably the worst team, and they have Ayton, Shaden Sharp. And Scoot. And Scoot. Like, that's a pretty fun nucleus. And yeah. if things go right, can win a lot. You Not, know? They got – what's his name? Anfernee. Uh, Anfernee, too, yeah. So, like, I can't, I can't think of too many teams in the West that I'm like, man, this is just a disaster. Like, last year the Spurs were that. Um, there was other teams that were just, like – The Mavs were like,
1: a disaster towards the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, barring injury, like everyone has an All-Star caliber team, player, which is pretty, yeah. pretty cool thing, and it'll be a pretty fun season for it because of that. Yeah. So, yeah. what was your pick? So, I said Bucks, Lakers, Lakers win. What was yours?
1: I said Nuggets, Celtics, Nuggets win. Okay. But I don't want the Nuggets. Let Let's revert. Lakers, Celtics, oh. Lakers win. Lakers.
0: Here we go. Let's Lakers, go.
1: Celtics. Porzingis can't handle AD. We win.
0: That's the energy, man. That's the energy we need. That's the
1: energy. Drew Holiday will lock up Austin Reeves, but they won't be able to handle AD.
0: Yeah. They've helped. I like that. I like that. Um, MVP? MVP. Ooh, that's a good question.
1: And your scenario it has to be someone from those top three Cs that you chose. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of I kind of walk
0: myself in a corner, huh? Because yeah. I want to say um, Anthony Edwards could have an MVP, but he'd have to finish top three to do that. And I, I don't know if they're they're going to do that. I'll go ahead. Okay, based off my thing, if the Lakers are going to be the one seed, it's going to be LeBron or AD. I think AD will play more um, than he has in years past. And I think it'll be good enough to get the MVP. So Anthony Davis. Yeah, if I'm saying the Lakers are going to be the one seed, then someone on the Lakers is going to get the MVP. That's just like a Lakers one seed is just not going to go without the MVP. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah, there's like, no way. Like, politics, like,
0: a Lakers one seed will will be awarded an MVP. Traditionally, it would just go to Bron out of impact and leadership and all that, but if Bron does load manage a little bit this year, which I think he may, then I think AD will get it, and if AD can stay healthy. But I think there's a chance that, um, I mean, if Bron just says, hey, I'm not going to load manage, I'm just going to play all the time, then he, he might still just end up stumbling into it but i think either i'll have to if i have to bet i'll say 80 Uh, i bet i bet there's pretty good odds on that too just because people don't expect him to play much
1: all right okay my mvp will probably i'm gonna go Hmm. i'm gonna go kevin durant wow that's a yeah that's a very bold pick i'm gonna go kevin durant I think Kevin Durant. They're going to be like two, three, two or three seed in my prediction. Okay. And I, I think Kevin Durant will win the MVP this year. I, be, I bet the favorites probably
0: Giannis. I'm assuming,
1: right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it probably goes Giannis, Jokic. If they, if they get the one number one overall seed. Yeah. Like to be... I'm, I'm gonna go Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. Joel Embiid had his one, one. Yeah, I mean Jokic. I
1: Jokic's mean,
0: probably up there too. Someone I've been saying will be MVP for I think the last two Luka. years, Luca, and I've <laughs> just given up on that. So yeah. maybe this is the year that I don't pick. This is the year. I mean, MVP. who's
1: your low key MVP pick that we know it's not going to happen, but it, we're like, heck yeah, that happens, you know?
0: Um, I'd say Anthony Edwards, dude. That's exactly what
1: I was thinking too. Yeah, like
0: yeah. I do. I think he's a, I think he might lead, lead the league in scoring and just have absurd numbers this like year. year. Yeah, like that's he's not- he's insanely talented, and I'm excited to watch what he what he can do. Um with even another year under his belt. And he's been playing all offseason. If he's if he's taken that as motivation and gotten better, like I I think we're we're in for a treat this year. I love his energy too. He's just like a happy dude. He like gets buckets. Um dude, he's
1: great. He's great for the league.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. Uh, my other my other low key pick, just because of all the noise he's been talking I, mean, I don't. he's not going to get it just because I don't think they're going to win enough games. But Paul George, I, I think Ooh. Paul may have a very, 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 very good year. Yeah? Yeah. Gonna go like, uh, I, I think he, he's going to have a pretty decent year. Also, Cam Reddish's shot is so ugly. What yeah.
0: You, you remember um, – so the year he came out with RJ Barrett and Zion – they, yeah. they do the rookie survey where they ask them Everybody questions. Who
1: thought he was going to be the best, right? Yeah, they,
0: they voted him as the number one player out of that class. Like the yeah. rookies. Like, who would be the best in five years? Cam Reddish. Well, yeah, he's, he's got the bad. talent. He's got the like body. He's got this the outside, inside game. I don't know. Some, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And I guess that makes sense, right? Like after a certain level, you can have all the talent in the world. And a
1: lot of it is like mental and Your mental fit to whatever industry. Sometimes it just clicks too, right? Like you look at like look at look at like even like look at Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah. His freshman year in college, he was awful. Really, was he? Wasn't that good? Oh, okay. And he he got strong in the off season and he worked hard, but something just clicks. I feel like sometimes. I mean, like, I mean, there's so many like examples of it, right? Like Bruce Brown. Yeah right? Like he, a more recent example, I mean, been for a while, even a recent Laker, Malik Monk. Yeah.
0: Malik was struggling, dude. He was struggling us. He put up us here and there, but he was struggling until he got to Lakers, had a great year. And then on the Kings, he was killing in the playoffs. Last yeah.
1: Week. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like for these players, like yeah. fit or something just clicks and then they go, you know, that's my big thing. I think the men, like the mental game is equally, if not more important
0: than what you're physically able to do on a basketball court. Um, and I think that's what divide like separates players. If if you're on like Steph is unmoved, he could airball. He doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect him what one bit. But if you're getting yeah. your head about stuff, then it's gonna hamper you a lot more. So yeah. I think yeah. I I mean we say this every year. I feel like, but NBA just keeps getting more and more interesting and exciting. The the talent level is rising yet again, and it'll be fun to see what uh, what we get this year. Yeah.
1: Who's your? I guess what's the last. What's that? Defensive player? We did
0: rookie of the year. We did MVP. Um,
1: And defensive player. You think it was going to be Wemby as well? For defensive player?
0: No, for uh, rookie. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. So then for defensive player of the year, I'll say. Man, that's a tough one. Who got it last year?
1: uh
0: what was or was that two years ago
1: drew no drew got it last year uh that's a good question i will look it up it's been so long it was jaron jackson
0: oh uh, okay i think okay i said ad for mvp right If AD's going to win MVP, he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year also. He hasn't hasn't gotten that award yet. He's always wanted that. If him winning MVP means he's played enough games, if he plays enough games, he is well worthy of being Defensive Player of the Year. He puts up numbers. He makes a humongous impact on uh, the defensive side of the ball for the
1: Lakers. Oh, wow. Rethick's drinking the purple drink today. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow and purple drink. All right. My defensive player of the year will be Giannis. Okay, I think it's a. It. I think it's a good pick. My, I was. I was
0: gonna. I was thinking about Giannis, but then what kept me away is maybe as a team they're not going to be as as good without Drew. Yeah, and, and take a step back and and cause problems, but yeah, I guess he's more freed up to play defense now. Plus Less- most improved. Most improved. Hmm. That's a good one, too, man. I feel like everyone's just, like, baseline so good already. Yeah. It's tough to level up that much. Um, I'll say – I really want to say Markel Foltz, but I don't think he's going to get as much – he played great yeah. last year, too, so he'd have to really turn it up. But I don't think he's get enough runs to to do that. Do you have someone in mind already?
1: Markel was definitely, like, at the top of my list. Um I I was – I'm going to say – I don't know. This is tough. This is a tough question to be honest. I'm going to go with – Okay. I have one. Okay. Go ahead. Go Go ahead. No, go ahead. I
0: think kind of by default just because I don't think there's a great answer here, but if – if people are, are correct and the Warriors are taking a step like they supposedly will be, right. I'll say Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, because yeah. they're not going to make it far with it just being Clay, Steph, Draymond, and Chris Paul. They're too old. That's just not going to work. If that team is going to work and really take a step and be exciting and be formidable, Kaminga is going to have to have a big year and a huge improvement from what he's been thus far. he that's, that's- he's got the talent to do so.
1: I'm going to, I like, man, I want to say cat, but like he's already put up numbers. So, yeah, like, I think he's um, been too good to get that. He's the, been too good. I'm going to go with, all right, I'm going to go with this very sneaky pick. Okay. Colin Sexton. Young Bull? Young Bull. Okay. I with like the, it. With yeah. the, yes, that's my I think it's good. I think that's a good pick
0: because he's got all the talent in the world. He's had stretches where he's been amazing in the league, too. Had, a, I think, had that big injury.
1: Go get it, Colin. Yeah. All right, six man of the year, and then we'll wrap it up and watch this game. Six man of the year. I don't even Two, know what the rosters look like right now. That's the only. That's the issue with six man. I'm men. not
0: going to pick Rui here. No, <laughs> you
1: got you to get off the Laker train for no a second. more
0: Lakers. Um, six man of the year. I'm trying to think
1: who 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 got that award last year. I don't, I don't know. know. Can't really remember. Uh, probably, it's always like Jordan Clarkson or someone, right? <laughs> I'll look it up. It probably was Jordan Clarkson. Brogdon won it last year. Brogdon.
0: Man, see, mm. these haven't been great six men and uh, defense player of the years recently. I'm going to say... I'll say... Okay, kind of a surprise one, huh? Mm. I'll say if if they keep so Sochan as a starter, I think Trey Jones will put up buckets and numbers and be great off the bench in San Antonio. Um, And I think he'll play a lot. So I don't think you play Sochin, like expecting him to play 35 minutes a game. I think you play him to to kind of throw off the defense and then come in with uh, Trey Jones. So I'll I'll pick Trey Jones.
1: Okay. I'm going to go Norman Powell.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one, actually.
1: I think Norman Powell is going to have a really good year. And I think if the Clippers are going to actually take that step, it's going to be him. Yeah, I, I'm not buying into this Terrence Man hype. Yeah. i I thought he'd
0: be good like the last couple of years, and he's been good, but I just thought he'd take a bigger step than he has. So I'm kind of now um cooled off on him.
1: Like I I think Norman Powell's name is gonna be hot on the trade market. Yeah. Yeah. Hot on the trade market. Like very, 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 very a lot of teams are gonna be calling for him. And um Gary Trent. Those are gonna be like the two
0: like another team I just thought of is the Thunder. They have so much talent. I bet some really good players on is is their sixth man and they could probably be like if they bring um that one guard, Jalen uh Jalen Williams, like the guard Jalen Williams off yeah. the bench, the Santa Clara one. Yeah, yeah. He'd easily be sixth man. He's so good. Yeah.
1: It'll be fun. It's gonna be a fun year. It's good basketball. All right, bro. Well, it was good catching up with you. Y'all you know what to do? Hit that like button. Subscribe, please. <laughs> uh, I know we've been bad. <laughs> until another three months. Until another three months. Uh, we'll catch you at the Christmas Day games. <laughs> yeah, we love you. But we we'll, love see. You. Yeah, we'll see you at Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. Maybe we'll get more consistent. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, get the
1: hang residency, right? Yeah, we're, we're getting there. All right. All right, y'all. Thanks. Much love. Peace.